it's Mo Keith time. It's the Mo Keith time show. It's uh, it's a good it's a good day in the neighborhood. It's getting colder. We are. It's warmer here than it is where I'm at. Because in Saco, it's like frigid, man. It's frigid in Saco. Cold because that sea air. We're coming at you with the weather already. We're... You ever been to Fun Town? Ever been to Fun Town? I have. Uh, yeah, we we were just excited to be back with our with our fans. Our many listeners that are enjoying this podcast. Dude, we're improving. We have commenters. People are commenting we on things. People commenting. We have people commenting. People comment. Most of them are your friends. I have some friends that comment, and then we have some some randos that comment. Actually, guess what? What? I have somebody who wants to be on the show. Nice. Perfect. Not, uh, they must not. They must not watch or listen because. <laughs> can tell can tell because they would but they know. support the clips you support the clips on facebook they're, they're facebook pro, they're pro clip yeah we got we get we're trying to let you short listeners have the clips that you that you really want to have so we're giving them to you um no for real though my um barber um in portland uh, his yeah. name's g um uh, Jawani is Jawani Styles, and he like commented. He's like, "Yo, Mo, you got to get me on this podcast. I got to be on there to speak the truth." And um, dude, it would be hilarious to have him on, dude. He's 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 crazy. He's a business owner. Yeah. He um, he's a husband. He has uh, two kids, and um, he is a really cool dude. He uh, I think he just started um, a and construction only business too. Dude, his OnlyFans would crush. Yeah. It would crush. It would just be him doing cool styles. <laughs> it'd be, cool it'd, he'd be cutting styles. hair. It'd just be him cutting hair. Yeah. But no, only fades. Only fades. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You know what fades are. That's Come cool. on. I've been around. You've been around town. Um, I think the coolest story I got with him is uh, I was getting my hair cut. And I think this was... Um, just it was actually it was during the pandemic the height of the pandemic in 2020 and like the summer where you could start going out to places a little bit yeah and um the uh a writer for the phoenix sun came in um and she had um why did i say phoenix sun it doesn't matter it's the portland sun or whatever the one of the suns the son of the son of a portland son of the portland one of the newspapers came out and uh, they have a photo of me getting my hair cut and, like, the back of my head's kind of misshapen. So, like, they got a really good side box cut of me. Um, and uh, he was cutting my hair and she was like, can I come in? I just want to talk to you guys about BLM. It's this, like, quirky white girl <laughs> from Maine. Yeah. Um, I think we were, like, the first black people she ever met. Very nice person came in and she's just like, can we talk to you? Just we want to talk about the BLM protests and how you feel. Because I think these were just a couple of days before the protests and then g without even looking at her because he's just cutting my hair he's like what do you want me to say (laughs) yeah he says to her yeah let me just load load up my uh whatever you want me to put it just 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 write it down and i'll say that for you and then and then she's like well you know i know she's she walked right in she didn't give anyone notice she was just like I'm going to go to one of the only black barbershops in portland and ask black people what they think how dare she I thought it was hilarious. And then she walks up and then G's like, what do you want me to say? And she's like, you can say whatever you want. And she's like, he's like, what do you want me to say though? Cause G's like out there. Like he's like fake news. Like he's like, he's, he's a cool dude. But <laughs> he's like, he's like, Oh, this is a no name reporter. Oh, let's pump the fake news up. Let's make sure that 
this is coming out nice and fake for everybody. He was like, do you want my real opinion or do you want my... Because she was like, what do you think of the business owners? I, I don't even remember what he said, but I think at the end she was just like unsure how to deal with the comment. Um, but I think it was about... She wanted a soundbite about basic... I think she wanted us to call business owners in downtown Portland like racist Sick. for boarding up the um, their businesses, which... If I owned a business in downtown Portland and I knew a thousand people were going to protest, I'd board up my business too, to be honest. Like, I don't think I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But. I could see that. I, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't realize that that was going to be an issue in Portland, but I guess if, I mean, they could see what was going on in other places and they were like, all right, maybe we want to board up just in case. Yeah. I just think people were scared for like, really. I was at the protest. Actually, there's a there's a photo of me um, in one of their newspapers of me on the ground in front of the in front of the police station because I went to the protest. I was angry. I'm still mad, but like um, it was there were it was peaceful. I wouldn't you know I wouldn't bring my kid there. People did bring their kids there. People brought their whole families. There was the most Portland thing ever. It was like a bunch of white people with their kids, like with yep. picnic baskets, just like we're we're here to stand for. <laughs> For, for the blacks in Maine. Yeah. It, yeah, that was... That was a big... That was a big thing downtown, man. There was a lot of people marching around. Lot, Thousands, yeah. A lot of folks. It's crazy. A lot of... You know, no no craziness ended up happening, though, right? Uh, there, was a bunch, there was a little bit of stuff. I think one officer shoved a protester... Um, there, someone got pepper sprayed later on, but that was like after the main part of the protest, like I got home and was, um, didn't even, I didn't, I heard about it in the news. Like there were a few incidents, but thing, I don't know. That's the thing about living in a democracy though. I think we're we're the only modern democracy right now. That's like kind of scared of that stuff. And in France, like, you know, they lowered the freaking uh, retirement age uh, they increased the retirement age by two years and they're like mass protests destroying businesses i know Freaking. they're like give us give us your croissants now <laughs> i want to enjoy wants the croissants. <laughs> but i that's a part of living in democracy man there has to be some stone throwing some crazy shit stone you know obviously you don't you know obviously you don't ransack the capital and you know go through Nancy Pelosi's drawers, but you do maybe protest outside of that place. And maybe you, you write a Senator or two, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, I was wondering like, what, why did they stop? What caused it to stop the protesting? Did people just get bored? It was a demonstration, you know, so they were there for a purpose. They did demonstrations. They, they're trained. Actually what happened where people flew out, from like other parts of the state uh, other parts of the country who are more used to formal protests like this and you um you train people how to protest and how to protest non-violently and effectively um there are great books um about it but uh, in particular the freedom writers are really good about this because i think we look at like um african-american history and the civil rights movement in this lens of like oh these people magically got together and then magically we got the civil rights bill and passed and yada, yada, million man March, but there was a considerable amount 
of logistical challenges these people had to overcome yeah. and it created leaders who were incredibly intelligent who made methodologies and people had to be trained like it was like training for a job to yeah. be a real protester like how to not let people get to you how to group up and stay together and be safe and they had people um basically lead us through um acts of disobedience like not like we all got on the ground with our hands behind our legs saying we couldn't breathe we did all yeah. the all the things to demonstrate um unity and i think that stuff is important for sure. um but you're not going to camp out and be there for a long period of time it depends on the protests like, i know some protests you do camp out like um i had dated a girl who went out and pitched a camp <laughs> pitched a tent in front of city hall uh, against uh, homelessness and um it was funny she quit after a couple hours though she came over to my yeah, it's rough. <laughs> she gave up real quick yeah. but i, I know uh, what it, i know what it's like to protest i went to this pizza place monty's pizza and uh recently got a good review by dave portman from barstool sports they got a good pizza there but i had to protest because one time i was in there uh, the owner said some disparaging things about short folks and so i just stopped going there for a while i protested peacefully for about six months and then eventually someone was like do you want to go to monty's and get some food and i was like i guess so so uh, yeah that was i don't my really protest. understand you people sometimes i know like short folks y'all just get mad so quick we have to we have to let people know how how we feel is it like a building boundaries thing where it's like you're so used to your boundaries I think black being people broken. get it i think black people get mad pretty quick too right yeah, not as mad as short people. You think short so? Black people, really? short black people, so they get so mad. Yeah, <laughs> they get they get hot. Do they? Kevin Hart probably loses his shit. Does K Hart go crazy? <laughs> K Hart, that's why he lifts so hard. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> he he he's lose. just like, I know. I'm short and black. How bad can this be? I know. <sighs> it's it's brutal, man. It's brutal. You gotta. I mean. I don't really understand, uh, you know, all jokes aside, I don't really understand having, uh, having, being angry about being aside. short. You know, we talked about this before, but I would freaking love to be short. It's like a little, yeah. I, you can fit in places. Like That's right. We've talked about this in depth. That's right. That is the key to life is being able to fit in places, Mo. That's always, that's just what I, what, what most people would love to have. I would love to just be carried, you know? Like, I no one can pick me up like a baby right now in my There's life. There's probably like, a couple people out there who could pick yeah, me up. Yeah, but not anyone I want to pick me up, you know? Yeah, or a couple, a couple people to combine to Also, pick me up. when they pick me up, it's not going to be like, you know, like my legs up in the air and I'm cradled. It's going to be like they're going to do the best they can to wrap their arms around my stomach and, like, lift with their legs and, like, yeah. they're going to go, <gasps> lift me up and then put me down real quick. I guess what I want to know is, how many dwarves would it take to lift a mo? Like if we were on like a what's it called again? Uh, what's that thing that kids play on? A teeter totter. If we're on a teeter totter and I'm on like one side of the teeter totter, how many dwarves? How it many take? dwarves do you need to get on? No, I'm talking about how many do you need sh like sheer force to lift one mo? Like crowd surf? Like maybe they could put you on like one of those uh, one of those like canvas tarp thing i'm really gonna make you work for this premise and they, yeah and they roll you on there and then there's like you know maybe they got some ropes are we talking magical dwarves we're talking about like D, &D dwarves no we're talking like about one. like we're talking about wee man i'm talking peter dinklage i would kill both of them 
I would just no, but you get more. Them. You get more than you get more than you know. Just those two. I think we should go by Dinklage's because how uh, many as a measurement to lift a mo. <sighs> let's ask the let's ask the the viewers. You know, give us give us how many how many Dinklage's do you think it would take? I think a hundred. I think a hundred. You think a hundred Dinklage's? Yes, that's, that's way too. And many they would Dinklages. have to be in geometric shapes that would be able to hold the weight like not a single like little triangles formed together they would have to like have you ever had to build a bridge with uh like toothpicks and sure. like marshmallow stick oh okay yeah, yeah. toothpicks and mar- gotcha yep so like that's how they would have to like be in a good shape there for that and then like 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 it would take like 12 triforces of of dinklages dinkly dinkly <laughs> it would take it would need 12 dinkly to lift a mo and they would all have to fuse um i feel like you know realistically probably 20 dinklages can handle me yeah i think that's yeah. i'd say 10 to 20 you get there's probably a good it's like a good uh zone in there that could get a mo off the ground moving around i think the hardest part wouldn't be the getting me up there and moving it would be like how long could they keep me up yeah and also how they're gonna land me because i could totally see them dropping me. oh they're just gonna you know like those big guys in the on the world's strongest man competitions with the big the the huge uh the barbells mm-hmm. and they just drop them after that's what they're gonna do with you as soon as they're done they're gonna drop them and they're gonna they're gonna grunt like they do they don't allow in planet fitness they're gonna dump me on the ground you're gonna get lunk alarmed man lunk alarmed. <laughs> you're gonna get lunk dude pete all those dinklages are gonna get lunk alarmed they're gonna throw them all out there's gonna be like one guy that puts a bunch of them on his shoulder and they're gonna you're gonna shuffle you out of planet fitness so fast you're not gonna know what hit you man dude i swear to god if somebody got kicked out of planet fitness <laughs> Because of, a, because of being a lunk <laughs> you rules. deserve to get kicked out. like planet fitness is i believe there are no rules it's a bad land it's a bad land where people just do whatever the fuck they want i've heard i've heard it's like uh i've heard it's a, like a, a myth that the alarm doesn't like go off but then you've you've seen the clips of the, it going off but i think they someone has to be aware of what's going on there's nothing that like they haven't. It would be wild and preposterous for there to be a like an alarm system set up in a gymnasium that just like tuned to hearing people grunting too loud, <laughs> and then like, you know, or people dropping weights. I wonder, like, are like the employees at Planet Fitness just waiting, just begging for like a lunk to show up so they can hit the alarm, I like would, emergency lunk alarm. No, I would. <laughs> I would. I mean, if. That's the funniest thing ever. Like, I'd be setting that lunk alarm off all day. I might get a job at Planet Fitness just to, <laughs> just so I can. I'm, I'd be like, yeah, I'd love, uh, I'd love to work for you guys. Um, they're like, what's your experience? You're like, I watched, I seen a commercial. Um, I've, uh, I've been in the weights department and uh, at at Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And like, well, you're hired. And I'm like, great. And then my first question is, where's the lunk alarm? I need to know what, because that's, you guys use that a lot, right? And they're going to be like, we use it. You're going to get to that lunk alarm. It's going to be either pristine and dusty because no one touches it, or that lunk alarm is going to be like worn away, you know? (laughs) It's going to be worn away like the uh, crossing button, like a crosswalk button, you know? I wonder if in the interview, they're just like, 
I bet they discriminate against fat people who want to work there. You think so? Right, they have to, right? Because, like, who wants to go into the gym? Or maybe it would be a motivator. No. Like, you go to the gym and you see me and you're like, I got to I got I got to I got to fix my life. And I just hang out near the pizzas and I throw the crust at you while you run. Should I call Planet Fitness and ask if they hire overweight people? I think that that would be funny. You should do it. You okay. Do it. I'm going to call. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, did, have you ever, have you ever gotten a job? Like, I love how your screensaver is your little baby girl. That's not important, but have you ever had a job for, like, less than a couple months that you just quit? No. My first job, I think I told the story of, like, the first job I ever had. I got fired, but um, my job after that was with Hannaford. I worked with them for five years, and I quit to go work for a bank for another two years or a year and a half, and then... I work where I work now, so... You know, one experience I wish I had was having a shitty job that I quit in a dramatic way. Because I never got that opportunity to call someone a douchebag and quit. Like, I've always had, like, peaceful transitions to other roles. Like, hey, we'll gladly have you back. Like, I've never had anybody be like, fuck you. Like, I, But I do... I did have a fantasy a long time ago of getting a job, working it for like a couple months like moonlighting like the weekends mm. and then like at the slightest inconvenience like lose my shit and be like fuck yeah i quit you do you yeah you, you want to rage quit a job i do i want to throw shit no nah, i don't want to go to jail but i definitely want to yell and call someone like a douche or something you know yeah douche canoe i don't think i've ever rage i've never rage quit a job but i have rage left for the day at a job before Ooh, why um there was oh god this this guy uh threatened me oh in in front of uh like one of the highest up people in the company like threatened violence upon me and then kind of lunged at me a little bit and like luckily this guy was in between us but I was just still kind of like, what do you, like, you know, there was a lot of yelling, a lot of curse words being tossed around. And I was like, you Keith, know, I'm going you. home, getting out of here. This guy's got to go. I'm like, just like, you got to fire this guy. He's insane. He like, What did you say to him? Because Keith, I love you. I know. I really do. I just, I just know that you know how to get under people's skin. Sometimes, like, I'm sure you. Oh, said, that did lit you him like off? piss him off, or is he just like no lit- reason? I was doing my job. I oh. was doing my, which I was calling out Not an issue, blame, yeah. an issue oh. that he, he was having. Jeez, it's like the, yeah, it was the. He was the head of the department that had an issue and i'm like you got to get this figured out i was like this is your problem and he got really mad and that's how it would happen jeez yeah it was insane and i nobody should threaten physical violence against you man right and that guy kept his his job that guy kept his job let's kick his ass i can't i can't i podcast yeah maybe i'm kidding that's awful and he kept his job yeah i can't believe he kept his job i i What what did your boss say it was Oh, it's not even, it's just like, oh, you, you, I was like, this, 
this guy just needs to apologize for what he did and, and like has to like thoroughly meet like I don't want like a fake like oh yeah whatever apology like I'm gonna know that it's a bullshit I need like real like sincere like you were like I was out of line shouldn't have done that that was really messed up I need that and I barely got it and he was even fighting to to give it because he's like I'm over it I don't know why this is an issue I'm like because I didn't threaten to do something to you like that you were the you are the you know you're the perpetrator in this issue like obviously you're over it you know so anyway no that's awful dude but that's like legit that is that is something that i'm thankful i've never really had like when i was 15 someone threatened to beat me up like at hannaford because i wouldn't sell him like liquor and, like my manager like threatened to beat his ass outside and they like had a fight until the office like the police came but i've never had like he was more mad at hannaford than he was at me but like to have somebody like get in your face that you work with and that's like a that the betrayal because you work with that person like customers act like they act like they're not involved in the situation like they are whatever but when someone is on the same team as you and you're like helping them and they're like that that's just i don't to me that's a whole nother level of like betrayal and 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 anger like i would get so much i'd be so much angry and i was cool with that guy up until that happened we were like we would always shoot the shit and stuff and we were cool and then after that happened like never talked to him other than a couple words like just having to do work related stuff never and your boss didn't dude it's insane it's insane and there's no reason even thinking about it because it's just going to drive me nuts. i would have wanted a written apology Maybe I'll go get one now. Well, now it doesn't matter. Six but. years later, I would want to. I would have demanded a written apology. That way, I have it. And also, you know what? If I had gotten one, I would have it. I'd frame it. I put it. I put it up in my bedroom, and I'd be like, "There's the apology." I would have it and turn around and sue that company. You have a lawsuit, man. That was a lawsuit. I got a lawsuit on my hands. Still? I feel like that's a lawsuit. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen with that guy actually still being employed there. And working there if he can't control his anger. Or maybe he's dead. I don't know. Yeah. How many people Um, do you think you had arguments with that are just dead? And and in hell now because of the way they treated you. In hell. I don't know. Hopefully all of them. You want some lighter news? You want to hear something crazy? You know what? I want something I can make fun of. So yeah, go ahead. So (laughs) (laughs) guess what the number one song in the country is right now i'm guessing um well let's is it uh can i get a hint and can i ask you a question for the hint yeah is it a new song no okay um is it from the 80s no all right um and that's that's uh is like one question you've asked me too so i'm just saying all right well Go because I don't. I have no idea. Famous band, most famous band in the world. Oh, the Beatles. Yeah, they're number one right now. Yeah. Oh, because they had that song come out. That makes sense. Now and then. Yeah. Number one song in the. You know what the number two song in the country is? Is it the Rolling Stones? No. Okay, because I know they had a big song come out. It's Mister Take Your Bitch by Lil Mabu. <laughs> Lil Mabu? Lil Mabu. Oh yeah. Well, me and me and Lil Mabu. I mean, he's Lil, so I like him. 
you know, the song goes, uh, a Mr. Take your bitch, take her on a trip, take her to New York, sign her name all on her tits. No, he does not. Snap, snap, snap. He snaps too? Oh, dude, he does. Does he dance? Oh, he does. Like, like you know, um, West Side Story, he does that. Is he wearing, like... does he wear a, a, uh, a vest? at all <laughs> I, I think he does actually. he should wear a sparkly vest with nothing underneath he's like 18 and killing it right now he's like what a huge artist right now he's like this little skinny white dude from new york uh who's i think dad is a record producer or something and he's no like now this really can't make any sense it's crazy how talented how, he is. how can this 18 year old record producer's son be just crushing I the charts i think his dad's a record producer what's crazy is the song features the girlfriend or ex-girlfriend of a rapper called Blueface. Have you ever heard of Blueface Killer? I've heard of Ghostface Killer. They are not the same. Are um, they related at least? No. Are they cousins? Um, are they kissing cousins? They're both black. I don't know if they're kissing. Probably. I think nice. they're kiss. That's good. That's a step in the right direction. But no, he uh he got he got this girl pregnant. They had a reality TV show. They broke up, and then as like as like you know. Uh, just to talk shit she went and did a song with Lil Mabu and he's like I took your bitch she's starting like trying to start a beef with uh, Blueface over it and she's like 30 something and he's like 18 so it's like the weirdest like relationship and she's like incredibly crazy and violent and funny at the same time but she raps on the song that is so nice <laughs> and she rhymed um, what a breath when of... my when my water broke to when my ma- water broke, she rhymed. <laughs> she just rhymed the same phrase twice. Yes. Ew. <laughs> Quit. Quit rap. So uh, number two song in the country. <laughs> number one song, the Beatles. That's and guess okay. what? Guess what? Guess what? The number fourteenth most popular and song in the, the country is. Is it Taylor Swift? No. What is it? Morgan Wallace. Last night we let the liquor talk. You ever heard that song? Oh, okay. He's been on the charts forever. You like that guy? Uh, no, he's racist, I think, but I like that song. I think there's a difference. You separate the art from the artist. I do, you know? (laughs) You're like, he's in a clan robe, but I, man. You know, some dictators make the best artists. You know, it's just like you never know. Yeah, you don't ever know. Talented folks. I thought about that thing, that that whole, like, you know, they, they kicked Hitler out of art school and like what could have been and it probably was as simple as that if he just if he just kept being an artist that probably wouldn't have happened um but i think if if not for world war one there'd be no hitler because that's where he really lost his shit i think yeah but maybe if hitler done art there wouldn't have been world war one either for all we know it's crazy because hitler was like a part jewish yeah yeah and like not representative of his aryan image it's crazy as shit yeah, he was cuckoo. He was totally cuckoo crazy. And yes. always on meth. All the German soldiers were on meth. We should do meth. I would love to try We should meth. try methamphetamine. But that's like end life stuff. That's late game. <laughs> late game build is the meth build. All right, Not early game build. Our 500th episode, we'll do meth together. <laughs> 500th? Th- like 2000th episode. 2000th episode, we'll episode Mokeith time. It's a meth episode. It will. And we'll compete to see how many teeth we lose epimethathode <laughs> epimethathode <laughs> no we, we don't need to do that stuff you know what we do we'll just do cocaine on our birthday 
No, we don't do that. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, we'll just. Honestly, I bet when we're old enough, tattoos, caffeine Mo. would be crazy. Do you do caffeine? I did a lot of. I had two cold brews, but I mean, like when we're older, dude, our hearts might not be able to take as much coffee as we. I give my body a lot of coffee. Yeah, I don't think a lot of old people drink like ten cups a day, right? Yeah, I don't think they do. Yeah, those people probably pieced out. Nah, they, they... probably paced. Oh yeah, I don't. I I think. Um, Coffee consumption is going to go down as they get older, um, and water consumption goes up, for sure. Dude, yeah, hydrate. Hydrate. Uh, had a had a birthday party this weekend. Ooh, for who? For my my daughter. She turned two years old. Aww. She hit the two. She hit the terrible twos. She's been practicing though for a few weeks now. She's been practicing that. The is that your new bit? My little last... girl just became two, but she's been practicing for a little while now. It is. For, <laughs> it is for this podcast. Oh, <laughs> and she's a woman. Jesus Christ. Um, that's not making the stage, but yeah, it's a. It was a good party, man. She had a good who time. Showed up? Who showed? Got. I wasn't my, invited. My parents. My sister. Her. Her husband, Aww. her daughter. They're all from Mass, too, right? So they all, drove yeah, up. they drove up. And then Amy had a couple friends come to the party. Shout out to Bonnie and shout out to Shout Heidi out Bonnie and Heidi. and Heidi. Heidi? Heidi? I thought it was Heather for a second. Yeah, they came to the, the, the party. Yeah, it, it was good. It was fun. We got her uh, a new baby doll. You do some grilling? No. We got a new baby doll. Yeah, Chucky. Because the old yo, the old baby doll was just getting chewed up by the dog. Oh. Dude, the little baby doll's leg was dangling off. <laughs> I'll probably post a picture. Looking, there'll probably be a picture of the baby doll right up here. It's, <laughs> it's little, or maybe I'll, I'll do a video. It'll be <laughs> you'll be seeing a video of this crazy dangly leg baby doll that my daughter loves still. And uh, we got we got a little stroller for the baby doll which she likes to get in <laughs> and she wants to be pushed around in this this little stroller that will will explode at some point because it's not for children it's for a baby doll i like the fact you're not buying her like an ipad or anything no, you're she's two dude two, she's two. two. Oh my god dude people are giving their babies freaking ipads no i'm so dude i that's the one thing if i ever have a kid no ipads i want them playing with legos i want them choking on a lego every once in a while yeah no i totally agree with that but i'm yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let her have an ipad for a while that seems like an insane thing she does she does watch some things on tv <sighs> which is tough to you you shouldn't you shouldn't let them but it's it's hard you need a moment sometimes you gotta just let you gotta you gotta let the tv be babysitter for a little bit you gotta you gotta keep doing chores it's just uh kids kids i think are fine with tv i think the whole tv thing's overblown because like a tv like it's communal you can talk about what's going on on the tv but she just is right up against that tv just like staring at it like probably two feet away from i did it. that as a kid i got 2020 vision 
You're good. 2020. All yeah, right. 2020. All right. Version. I guess Mo knows. This has oh. been the newest segment called Mo knows. That's how you know. I'm not a daddy, but I'm a daddy. You know. And um. Oh, oh. We also got a really cool. Uh, we got her this this like toy that you get on it, and you can like put. It's like a push car. You like you can kind of go. You push around. It's got wheels. You go flying. You know. And then uh, it actually has wings on the outside and a, and a propeller in the front. And it's got lights on it, so this propeller spins and the lights go crazy, and it makes like airplane sounds. And she just like goes down the, you know, goes across the living room on it. She loves it, dude. She's she's she went crazy for it. And then we we got her her birthday cake. She was pissed. <laughs> she was like, "I want to go play with my toys. I don't care about this cake." We're all singing her happy birthday. She's like crying because she's like, "Toys. I don't want." I don't want cake. I don't care. She doesn't care about cake. That's Does a good kid. not care about cake. Which... No cavities. That's gonna save you some money in dentist bills, doctor bills. You know. Yeah. She. We just got the checkup. She's looking good. That's good. She had. She had a flu shot and something else, and she didn't have any issues. My kid always gets like a fever after those shots. It's a nightmare. It's always a nightmare. But she did great. So she had a really good birthday weekend, which was so much better than last year. Oh, my God. Terrible. Just awful. She got sick. No one could come to the party because she was mm. sick. It was very sad. It was a very rough one. And this just made it all better. So it's kind of nice to have a, a real It's interesting to me, party. though, like, to have a birthday party for her at two. She's not going to remember any of it. No. So it's 100% for, like, the family to get together, yeah. see the baby, and take, like, good pictures and, like, you know, give her a toy or two, you know? Yeah. But, she like... She got a bunch of stuff, dude. Yeah, get some stuff out of it. I... So I never really had birthday parties as a kid. My mom, once in a while, because, like, I got jealous of other kids because their parents would, like, come during their birthdays in, like, elementary school yeah. and like, bring cakes to school. Oh, yeah. Like, my mom did that because I told her other moms did it. And okay. I, and she's like, oh, these bitches. But, like, <laughs> she's like, no, they're bringing cakes. I'm going to bring cakes. I'm going to yeah. bring meals. All right. But Good. That was the only time. She did it for other people. She ne- never really celebrated... Um, birthdays growing up and i have a trick every year that i do is my mom always remembers my birthday but she remembers it incrementally like four weeks after so like every year changes sometimes three weeks after so i always play this game like my birthday passes and i wait for my mom to randomly call me and say happy birthday (laughs) that's kind of fun i guess it's like a weird countdown um i have uh my old boss that I used to work for, um, he used to set birthdays on his calendar um, for everybody. So he knows like a week or two before their birthday. So he sends a happy birthday email and he's like really big on that. Like he wants to make sure everybody knows he knows it's their birthday and he cares. Um, and at that point when you do that, mm, um, but he f- somehow found out, he f- thought my birthday was on October 29th. So every year for like two, three years straight, he always emailed me on October 29th saying happy birthday. And I would always correct him and say, my birthday is December 29th. And he would, um, he sent that email like two years in a row. It's like the one thing I make fun of him of every year, even now that I don't work for him. He'll be like, happy birthday, Mo. Hope everything's good. I'm like, not my birthday. Nice. Thanks. Thanks for the thought. Nice. That's, 
so you, is there a like a is there a religious reason why you don't celebrate birthdays or just I don't believe there's anything in Islam against birthdays, but I'm sure someone will correct me. Um, but there is um, in Somali culture, you're when you're born, um, they have a giant party for you, and usually they kill like a cam, like not a camel, but maybe a camel, depending on how special they are, but like a goat or two, and they have like a big meat dinner, and everyone kind of celebrates the birth of a child, a new member of your tribe, um, but. Um, afterwards you just don't do birthday parties nowadays it's kind of softened over the years like some kids like my younger brother got birthday parties he'd get not parties but like we'd acknowledge his birthday we'd take him out we'd buy him stuff yeah Um, but i never really had my birthday celebrated after um the one or two times she did it because she was jealous of other moms at the elementary school she never did it again (laughs) Uh um but no did you did you ever get like a a sick gift for a, a birthday or for a, any kind of any good reason to get a gift i bought kid. myself gifts like as soon as i got a job i would buy myself like a gift around my birthday and i would always take my birthday off for like work and stuff but no i never got myself uh courtney bought me my first birthday gift from another person um last year she got me a rice cooker actually a oh, rice cooker i th- i thought you i heard you I think you said something about a race car. A race car. I was like, she got you a toy race car? What a weird gift. She's, she's the trying, best girlfriend she's ever. To... <laughs> she's the best girl. She got me a race car. I got a race car. Um, no, no, it was very cute. She was like very secretive about it. It was expensive rice cooker. It was oh, really it's good. gotta be expensive. It's good. One else... of those Japanese ones that goes... Ding, ding, did, ding, it, ding, 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 did it come ding, with a Japanese ding, lady? Ding, it did. <laughs> it came with a Japanese lady that I cheated with her. <laughs> Whoa, um, nice, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, um, that's so racist. Um, no, actually, I did have an ex girlfriend for, for you listeners. For you listeners, right now, Mo's doing the eyes. Okay, so, well, and my friends would get together. We would. My friends never like bought me gifts, but we always got together. My college friends would come over during my birthday because it was the 29th, the holiday season, so they would be in town. Yeah. Do you have you ever gone to a Christmas party? Yeah, 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 I've only gone to one. It was Anders, actually. Anders invited me. It was my first and only Christmas party. Yeah. Would you yeah. ever go to another one? Are you trying to invite me to one? No. I'm going. I'm doing something for my girlfriend's uh, family. Oh yeah, with my you'd probably do family. that one. Yeah. 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 Why are you? Now you're getting in the party? spirit. I'm doing. I'm. I'm not doing any. I'm not having a party. I just was curious. I'm just curious. I've I gone. like them. I think they're fun. Anders' party was fun. Um, I did feel. A little like I don't celebrate the holidays, so it did feel like a little weird. Yeah, I had fun. Andrus is a friend of mine, so you didn't. You felt like maybe you were faking it to make it a little bit. I didn't have anything else to do at the time, and I think I was dealing with a pretty bad breakup too. So mentally, I think I was down for the down for the idea of it all. Is that why you just shed a tear? No, I shed a tear because my <laughs> eyes hurt. Oh, no, I'm over that. It takes a while, dude. To get over that stuff. I remember I just was like in a haze for like a like a year and a half. Yeah, breakups are, they they can really suck and put a damper on uh, things. And parties can sometimes get you out. Yeah, not really. But it was fun. It was fun to drink and hang out with them. But it's a good time. Um, Mo, do you want to have a Christmas party? Should we do a Christmas episode? <laughs> what are you doing Christmas Day? Um, I don't know yet, but... Most likely going now down do. to Massachusetts. Doing a podcast. 
Um, I'm going to do a pod. Christmas pod. What do you want me to dress up as Black Santa? You want to be Black Santa? <laughs> you want me to be Black Santa? Oh, man, be Black Santa. That uh, sounds fun. Black Santa Claus. And I'll be Mrs. Black Santa. I got to check with my local, <laughs> like, local imam on that one. Is that allowed? I don't know. Is that permissible? Mufti, Mufti Mink. Can you tell me if that's permissible? Being, being Black Santa? Being Black Santa. I bet you could be Black Santa just for, just for cosplay purposes. How do, where, how do you know that's appropriate, though? What do you mean? It's just cosplay. Like gut, gut, who knows, man? Probably the way you know about how children can watch TV is probably about the same way. Well, I was a child yeah. who watched TV, who yeah. got that close to TVs. And these were TVs back in the 90s, so you know they had a bit of uranium in them. Yeah. And what? Well, well, your TV didn't have uranium? I don't know. No? What? My TV had uranium. But, like, it gives you a little bit of superpowers. You're good, man. I got 2020 vision. 2020 vision. I got 2020 vision. I think iPads are really bad for kids, man, because it's just, like, constantly, like, you're this close to a screen and you're hitting buttons all the time and you're obsessed with it and it's always next to you versus, like, a TV is communal. You're in a room with a TV. You're with other people, with your dog, with your mom, with your dad. Everyone can listen to what you're hearing like there's no like you're putting headphones on and you can be on whatever website you want yeah like it's just like well like that's yeah i mean families back back in the you know in the 40s and and earlier when there was radio you get the family gather on the radio you don't listen to the radio together i still think a good radio dude i think radio is one of those things that's timeless i feel like good radio can stick around for a while do you? Yeah. What kind of good radio? Like good talk radio is great. Like, have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? Uh, yeah. Do you? Yeah, time, I play Grand Theft Auto. Every time I play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I am always listening to the talk shows. <laughs> yeah. I'm not listening to the music in the cars. I'm on the radio. I immediately <laughs> go to the talk show. Yeah. Laszlo. I'm a fan of Laszlo. And um, it's good. It's yeah, good. It's really good. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's just not great. comfortable for no, you? No, I love it. I'm secure in my sexuality. How about you? I'm totally insecure, and I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> no, radio's radio's. Ah, I knew I'd win. Yeah, you won. <laughs> <laughs> I won. I tried to, I thought I'd get you with the <laughs> insecurity. Uh, but really, I'm insecure. Ha. Um, ha, ha, ha. No, but there'll be, there'll be podcasts, I'm sure, that families can listen to, and hang out with and maybe shut the screen off like just... certain twitch shows are even better like uh i like uh well, the, no the whole point you don't no screen yeah mm. is there twitch radio maybe no, there's no i just radio. i like calling in i think the calling in sick. have you ever called into like a radio station or something i've called in I've called in somewhere before. I have, yeah. I like that aspect of it, like live. Anyone can call in. You know, they vet you a little bit, and then like you're you're talking live with people, and you're engaging in a public discourse. You know, nobody's seeing each other. Nobody's seeing what they look like. Is there a good show to do this? Oh, NPR. NPR is the best, especially main calling, dude. That's the best. I love main calling. Shout out main calling NPR, man. Because uh, I I've called in. I only called in once actually, and uh, I did it during my lunch. 
and I was talking about how much I hated my job at the time and how much I wanted to be a teacher and I would love to have been a teacher, but being a teacher is so economically inefficient for me and like I need to make more money than that. And um, they were talking about ways of like making it better to be a teacher. And the person listening to that podcast was my boss. And Dude, that rules. He, that podcast, that radio station, he like was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know you were so unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I bet I'm sure that's a thing where like – a lot of people are just putting on a happy face at work and then if their their bosses had any idea of how they really felt they might be shocked i don't think they would be shocked because i feel like there has to be a little bit of personal responsibility when you go to work like you're gonna be like unhappy like if your job is what is fulfilling you and like you don't own your own business or work for like you know a company that you like love like is your passion then it's okay to have a job you're not happy with. Like it's normal. Like it's that's shouldn't be the only way you get satisfaction. Like there has to be like a degree of like, we're talking about it last week with like customer service and like, like 2023, it's like you go to a restaurant you go to a place, like you really don't know what's going to happen customer service wise. Cause people get really mad and like, you know, employees seem to like be more and more okay with kind of like blurring the lines there. And, even call centers like I remember I called into a place and I was getting so much crap for a warranty that I was trying to use and it's just like your job's your job just do it it's like not always going to be fun it's not always going to be great just do your job and other you hope other people will do their job when you call into places like when you need when you need the person to do the job hopefully you know they're professional they are all trying to do the job so that other people who need need a person who's doing a job do a good job. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think that makes sense. Also, like, you know, obviously fight the power, burn the system down, and, and you know, but don't be a dick about it. Like, don't hurt other people, you know? Yeah. Like, quit. If you don't like your job, quit. Find another job. It's it's true, and it's it's probably hard to do, though. A lot of people just hate looking for jobs, man. I... I hate looking for jobs. Uh, I just, I feel like you can always, like, if you're not out the door yet, you can always just look around, see what, take your time with it, build your resume up, take advantage of stuff at your job, you know, like employee reimbursement for schools. Like every job nowadays has some sort of program where they'll reimburse you a grand or two for schools. Uh, for going to school like you just have to make it related to what you do mm-hmm. and like even hannaford had that back in the day i think like as long as no no they didn't but walmart does now i think it's up to five thousand dollars a year where you get reimbursed for going to school so like i think there are ways out of that shit you just have to i don't know just you have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and just be white you know and you'll be fine you heard it here. Be white and you'll be fine. White is right. Um, Amen. I think, I think that you sh- should you should watch this cool TikTok of uh, like a twenty two year old girl that like just started working forty hour work weeks and was flipping out. Did you see that or hear about that video? No. This this really young woman was just like. 
basically on the verge of tears because she has like no she's like how am I supposed to do this how am I supposed to like work 40 hours in a week like I don't have time to do anything like I'm just like I'm commuting to work and then I'm just going to bed I have no time to do anything at all I can't keep up with my chores like how does anyone do this working all these hours in the week and uh it's like it's funny because you think about it in a couple of ways you're like what are you what are you doing like that's just life that's just how it's got to be that's how we all live you know that's that's how we all have that's how society works but it's like people made the society like we can change it so you have more time like get rid of the 40-hour work week because we're working on it it used to be you used to have to work like 100 hours in a week like back in the you know early 1900s and and before like it working 100 hours in a week for the man in the house was like not that rare so contrary to what i was saying earlier i you know i I went to i went to school and with the economics department we had at our school they were really left-leaning so i'm like that's where kind of how i view things in that like socialist viewpoint but like there's a great writer by the name of Richard Wolff um, who um, talks about this quite often that Europe, Europe makes it work um, with four day work weeks, shorter work days, and they're still efficient. It's just like people just are more efficient when they work. Companies have happier employees. And I also think like there should be a societal expectation that we have to shift because for that to work, like for there to be like better hours, you know, reasonable workloads and stuff like that. People, Americans would have to shift a lot of their expectations and service. And I think we have a lot of those expectations, same as my rant earlier, because we're expected to give that same type of service in our respective roles, right? We want to, we're trying to get what we're, we believe we give or what we're owed, right? That's why like people who get the most mad at like bad customer service typically work, you know, customer service jobs or like whatever, like they take it really seriously. Yeah. And the thing is in Europe, they have all these benefits, right? But also stores close earlier. Nothing's open on a Sunday if you go to like the Netherlands or Amsterdam. I was there for a summer. Like there, nothing's open on Sunday. You can't do anything on Sunday. They're all resting. They're all chilling. Things close earlier, so you have to like kind of live your life a certain way. Like you have to accept that part of the that part of it all where things shift. Your expectations have to shift quite a bit. And I think Americans aren't ready for that. I think Americans are far too invested in the fast life and like. Things being available, things being open all the time, like the Waffle House is being open 24-7. Oh, the Waffle House. The fucking Waffle House Index. Have you heard of that? No. Talked about every single day. People talk about it all the time. The, the freaking FEMA determines it, how bad a natural disaster is by whether or not the Waffle House is in the area closed. Because Waffle House is never closed. They freaking open during hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff. And Tornadoes? They're serving waffles. Oh, yeah. Waffle House is proud of this. Waffle House at one point said that they don't even have locks in the doors because they're open 24-7 every single day. Waffle House will always be open. That's their brand. Aren't they closed on Christmas, though? Waffle House will always be open. Um, Are they open on Christmas or closed on Christmas? I guess I'm not a great person to 
know that answer to that, but I'm pretty sure they're closed on Christmas. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Their whole thing is they're open every single day, though, or more yeah. than any other place would be. Right, which I think... Uh, well, I know L.L. Bean doesn't have locks on the doors either. They're, they're always open? Freeport, yeah, they're 24-7. I never knew they were 24-7, actually. Yeah. Who wants to go to an L.L. Bean at, like, 1 a.m.? People who are going to go hunt, get up early, go get a new rifle, and they sell rifles at L.L. Bean? Bro, you never been to L.L. Bean? No. You live in Maine. I ordered my bean boots online. You got like a commoner. We got to do a road show where we go to L.L. Bean. I know someone in L.L. Bean. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to go we'll have to go make the trek up make to L.L. Bean. Yeah, do the pilgrimage. Do we have to wear all white and like fast minutes. for 30 days before we go? I hope so. Yeah. 30 days of fasting? That's yeah. a long time. Oh. Straight. We're doing our pilgrimage too. That's true. They have um, they have uh, trout there. We could just eat a trout. Straight fish. They got fit real fish mm. there. They're swimming around. You put your head in. There's like a a big tank of trout. Like you can go crawl underneath, and then you go in. And there's like a, a bubble, and you can go like look at the trout from like inside. So do they have clothes for like you know voluptuous men? Volunk. Voluptuous, yeah. Vunk, vunctious. Voluptuous? Yeah, what you said. Yeah. English isn't my first language. Yeah. I love, that's, but we've talked about this specific word on a previous episode. I have autism. <laughs> <laughs> Lying about autism. Great. You don't know. Good thing to add to the resume. Anyway. How neurotypical like are you, buddy? you'd nail it if you had autism. But anyway. Uh... Thank you. Yeah. That's the sweetest thing you've ever said to yeah, me. Yeah, you'd nail it. But yeah, they they got there's all kinds of people that they they're they're in the business of selling clothes. They got you covered, man. I don't think they have big clothes, man. You got you don't L. Think Bean so? got clothes for big boys. L. Bean, if you're listening, it's right in the comments. <laughs> Let us know. Sponsored you, by L. Bean. You got little clothes? Yeah, they got the kids section. I got it. You ever go up to Freeport? Yeah. You gotta go to L.L. Bean. Just, just hop on in. Um, nah. I'm good. I don't want to go to L.L. Bean. Oh, all right. I don't want to go to L.L. Bean. I want to go to the New Balance store. I want some New Balances. You can adjust to that dad life? They're comfy. They're also fashionable. There are a lot of good New Balance shoes. I wouldn't get, like, the white New Balances with, like, a little bit of grass on them, but... They come, a, they come custom-made with the grass stains uh, on there? Yeah, of course. Uh, that would be fun. I've never owned a pair. You know, I have, a, I have a pair of New Balances. They're awesome. Can I have them? No. All right. You think they'd fit me? My what? What What's, size, what size are you? Nine? Nine and a half? You think I'm size nine? I don't know. You got little feet. You got little tiny feet. Sir. Sir. What you got? What you um, working I got? With? I wear size thirteen. Size thirteen. I bet I know how how big your foot is. What? Thirteen inches. How'd you know? I have no idea. Do you have little nine-inch feet? No, it's not. I got dozen-inch <laughs> nine-inch feet. What? There's no way nine-inch feet. That's so small. What is this? Nine inches? <laughs> I think that's six inches. That's six. I think that's six inches right there. I think nine inches is like there, right? 
I got I got a. Let me just just whip it out real quick. Find it out. Get your ruler. Let's find out. I have a ruler tattooed on my. On your penis. I'm a penis. <laughs> so, so, so they know. They knew what so I'm saying. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Oh jeez. Uh, I'm sorry. That was that was lewd. Um, I think we need to be looter, man. Lewd jokes. Just like have straight pornography playing in the back on the green screen. I mean, oh my god, I told them. That's okay. I'll bleep. Can, can, I'll bleep. I'll bleep green screen out so they don't. <laughs> they don't. They'll think it's something else. Well. Just my OnlyFans on on the background. The Monly fans. The Monly fans. For the Molies. For the Molies. Um yeah, comedy shows. Um you'd mentioned at one point that you were um you were on a weird one or a good one? Oh yeah, comedy shows. Uh yeah, so I had a show last week. And I was opening for this comedian, Hunter Hill, who's a Los Angeles comedian. And he happens to open for Eliza Schlesinger a lot. He he was like, he opened for her at Merrill Auditorium, at TD Garden. He knows big, he's been doing some big venues, you know, opening for her. And so this guy's, this guy is coming to Portland, needed an opener. I got the call. Uh, I was excited. Met the guy, cool guy. We're hanging out in the green room before the show, talking, talking comedy, having a good chat. He, he uh, has a friend coming, who's like a talent buyer for, for, all these venues for like Merrill Auditorium. He like buys the you know gets the contracts the comedians and whatever big comedians work with him and stuff and he was like oh yeah this is a guy that you want to know and i'm like okay cool he comes in hit it off with this guy we're having laughs we're telling stories we're all having a good time and then the show's about to start and they're like all right yeah kill it man you have a good set and i was like feeling really good i was like yeah it's like a full room this is gonna go great you know and like set my camera up and uh had a couple friends of the show. I was really like looking forward to the show, and I get out there, and just like crickets, just oh. brutal. Dude, the crowd was like, they either hated me or just they were. It was like dead, and they they was like they were just they really smelled the tight. happiness. <laughs> they was really tight, or something was going on. I, I mean, maybe I was off, but I felt like I brought my normal, my normal. Uh, you know, normal energy, normal. You plug the podcast, obviously, right? Oh yeah, I was plugging it. I plugged <laughs> it about five or six times during the show. I was hey, like, By the, the way, you're gonna want to check out that Mo Keith time. It's a good pod. It's probably better than this set. Um, Sorry. No, it was it was brutal, and I was like, uh, and this guy that I'm like, oh, this is the guy. He knows all the people. It's gonna be this is gonna be a good opportunity for me. I'm gonna make a good connection tonight, cause like. Every other show that's been like a bigger like that kind of show for me has always gone well. That's the first time where I was just kind of like, oh god, this sucks. Like it was one of those ones where you're they're laughing at your punchlines, but it's like 
they giggle and then they stop and then it's just silent oh. in the room for like the next 10 seconds till you hit another punchline and then you get a couple laughs and then it stops again and it's just like brutal man you just can't get a roll you can't get can't oh. get them going like i mean i eventually i did close strong i got big laughs at the end that was all what good what joke did you do at the end i did my wrists joke Oh, that's a great joke. I like that joke. It's a it's usually my closer and did well. Um brought him up. Even him came on stage was like a little uh he was he felt like it was a little cold too. But I think he might have just been saying that. But yeah, there was some lulls in his set too, but he did so much better than me. I mean, I'm not even going to try to act like mine my set was like, you know, equal to what No, he he did way better. He like a, his fans were there for him. That was like a he had like a bunch of fans like that came out to the show. It was beautiful. People drove two hours to see him. Oh wow! Yeah, there was there was like. People. Well, that explains it. They weren't there for you. They and weren't you there the for bullet. me. I took the bullet. There was no one else on the show. It was just literally it was me just and you him. T- Dude, uh, that explains all of it. Okay. Like, yeah, you bit the bullet. They weren't there for you. You drive two hours to see a guy. Like it's like, you know, going to like I went to go see um, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia perform, and the opener was some lady from California who like. Her thing was like she was a DJ that codes live music while you, while you watch, and I hated her. I was, I'm not here for you. I had didn't like that lady. Yeah, I'm there for Danny Brown. Like they were there for the Hunter. You know, they weren't. Yeah, there. and there were people that came up and said that I was funny, but it, it's really when you don't feel good about your set and people come up and compliment you, it, it feels. It, Awful. it's the worst ever yeah. <laughs> it's so bad because it feels like a fucking consolation prize right like it feels like people feel bad for you yeah yeah but you close strong you said you close strong i they did laughed at the wrist joke right? i got the big laughs on the wrist joke they all laughed at that stuff it was good i think it's how you they never remember how you start i think the worst feeling is when you're crushing it in the beginning oh, oh. and then you end oh and you end dead quiet. oh my god that is horrible. that makes you i would oh, no, just, that, that's the dude, worst that would have been feeling. a full-on nightmare if i did oh, that oh my god if my oh if, if my they close... end clapping that's okay good. yeah yeah they that's did so no, it good. was good they they laughed big on the end the last couple jokes but leading up to it it was a tough ride up the hill oh. man but you're right. Saying goodbye end. to silence. Saying hi, oh, I'm Owali to like crickets. Me? Okay, that didn't happen. That did not happen. Oh man, so that was. That I have literally, I've, I've had that happen, Ugh. and I have walked straight out to a bar. Oh my <laughs> I god, did, didn't even stay. I left. But it was so. But it was bad enough where like, I only talked to a couple people in the audience after the show. I was hanging out front. Like I, I wasn't like going to high. Like I wasn't like scared or anything. Yeah. Like. But I didn't go out front and take a picture of the marquee because the marquee had my name on it. That's the <laughs> only time my name's ever been on a marquee, which um, I I really want to take a picture of that, but I didn't. Oh, well. It's fine. I didn't want to really remember that gig. It's kind of a gig I want to forget. You should have kept the marquee, man. You ended strong. If you end strong, it's good. Yeah. It's good if you end strong. Yeah. And Hunter liked you, right? And then the Booker he was, liked you. He was nice. He was nice. We chat, chatted a little bit afterwards. It is hard to tell because comics. The Booker, though, I will say the Booker didn't look me in the eye after that. He he like he he basically I was I was invisible for the rest of the night with him, because I I get it. He thinks I'm gonna like use any kind of inkling because he's like a big deal and 
books then you know he might be someone who would need like a local opener like for a bigger show and if i had crushed it then maybe he i'd be more apt to be like hey like you know let me get your you know let me get your information but didn't happen it's fine i asked lucas who runs empire comedy club if he knew him he he does know him and he was like, I'm sure he'll be here for comedy shows. He'll see that you don't suck. And I'm like, all right, that, that'll make me feel better. And also, like, in the end of the day, you're good. You're funny. And who cares? Like, uh, I, I so think... I cared so much. So many bookers, <laughs> like, not to hate on bookers, but most of the bookers I've met, you've met way more than I have, oftentimes, like, are... they? I feel bad for them because they're constantly harassed by comics. If you're a comedy booker, God bless you, because you just get harassed and harassed. Like I've I've produced a couple of shows, and I still get so many messages like, "Hey, can I? When can I do this show? When can I do that? Is it cool if I do that?" And it's just like, it's it's so tough to say no, and it's also tough to like ignore these people because they will keep messaging you. Yeah. So God bless any booker. I, I totally understand if he was like worried you'd just harass him or something, but like. Most of them, I I have performed really badly in front of bookers and still had me back. Like they're just like, yeah, we'll we'll get you back. Because yeah. like I feel like in the end of the day, they know what you're going for. They get like if a room is cold or warm or what the deal is, and I think it'd be stupid to like judge a comic off of like one bad performance. Oh, they do, and it's gonna happen, and that's definitely what happens. And like any these, especially these like bigger name comics like if you eat it in front of them like they're not going to talk to you the rest of the night i mean the other thing is they'll probably forget you exist so if they ever meet you again they won't remember and then you could do well and then they're like oh yeah this guy yeah i don't know i i haven't met that many anyway but it's like thankfully i don't perform that badly often for shows that really matter i usually suck really badly at like i really suck at like dude i don't i don't know how to perform in front of like three people oh it's brutal i don't know how to do it but that's the thing this was a full like i've never had a rough one in that so that was like it was i just couldn't even i think that made it all even worse just because i couldn't believe packed house Everyone I think it's was... in your head. You ended strong. If you're telling me they clapped and laughed at the end of your like set, then yeah. you, you're fine. That's all they remember. Okay. That's all the, the audience members only remember. I think the last five, like five to two minutes of your your set. I don't think they remember the whole thing. Like unless you're crushing it, like which I wanted to do so badly. <laughs> you ended strong. You did your job. Yeah, I got the I got them warmed up for the. The headliner. That's the worst, dude. When you bring in a headliner cold. Oh, I'm glad I got laughs at the end, though. That's a good like, point. You're like, I did get the laughs at the end. That's the worst feeling. Okay. You're that just in your head because of the Booker and like Booker for Merrill Auditorium. Like, yeah, you know, you'll find you'll you'll get booked elsewhere, man. I know. I know. I'm, I'll be. I got that. I got the uh, once they announce it, I'm on the first show at Empire Comedy Club. It's a show featuring. So that'll be sweet. And uh, we got a show, me and you, coming up. Uh, we we got Friday, November twenty fourth. It's a couple weeks away. It's in 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 Auburn. And uh, I'm doing a show in Auburn. Yeah, man, you agreed to it. 
Oh. Oh. Now he remembers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that. It's called the Double Mic Doorbusters Comedy Blowout. That's what it's called, right? Double Mic Doorbusters Comedy Blowout. Double Mic Doorbusters. And you can, yeah, you can go to Great Fall Comedy, Great Falls Comedy Club dot com join us in great falls marketing and then yeah and then you can uh you can get tickets there come see us we'd love to see you um and you got you got a show coming up this friday yeah this probably won't air by that time we it will it will well, it yeah. sure will i have a show in brunswick um i don't even know what i'm doing i don't know if i'm featuring he doesn't or, even know what he's doing or if i'm i'm probably just gonna open but um yeah, I'm going to try some newer material and uh, do some stand-up. Uh, come join us, you know. I, I typically just trauma dump for 10 to 20 minutes. That's my stand-up. I just trauma dump uh, for 10 to 20 minutes. I, I talk about, um, you know, relatable things like uh, being circumcised, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. cool, neat stuff. Yeah, I talk about my pee-pee a lot. That's That's good. Yeah. How's good. your pee pee doing? It's been good lately. I'm a little cold. Okay. My pee pee's cold. All right. Well, you got to warm it up. But yeah, this has been Mo Keith time. Mo Keith time. Love you. Love you. <laughs>